Scripture says that God our Savior desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. But what is the truth? And how do we gain that knowledge? The answer to these questions and more in today's edition of Faith with Father. Living Bread Radio presents Faith with Father, a program aimed at teaching today's culture the truth about the Catholic faith. And now here's your host, Tim Perry. Hello, and welcome to this edition of Faith with Father. I'm your host, Tim Perry, and with me today in studio is Father Greg Maturi, currently the pastor of St. Dominic's Parish in Youngstown. Welcome, Father. Thanks for having me, Tim. Yeah, it's good to see you again. We're going to continue our discussion from the UCAT about what we believe as Catholics, and today we're going to be in the section of the UCAT uh, talking about prayer. So the first thing we should do, Father, I think, is just define what is prayer. Okay. Well, the Catechism of the Catholic Church defines prayer as the raising of one's mind and heart to God and the requesting of good things from God. And the idea of prayer, of course, is that it's conversation. It includes a raising up of our thoughts, um, and it includes all of our being. Uh, So uh, everything we are and we do, we raise up to have a conversation with God and to ask him for the good things we need. I think that's the essence of prayer. Mm -hmm. The Catechism goes on to talk about how humility, that how how much humility plays a role in that. Um, you know, it talk, the Catechism of the Catholic Church talks about humility as the foundation of prayer. Uh, so, uh, authentic prayer uh, requires that we recognize uh, what you know that we are uh, servants of God, that we are um, not the master of the universe but that we uh, have to submit to him and his wisdom and his providential guidance and his love in our lives. You know, so if we want to pray better, we should grow in the virtue of humility. And uh, so, and the only way to grow in the virtue of humility is to be humiliated, to uh, experience times of humility. So um, when we, and we don't have to go looking for it, Life naturally gives us humiliating experiences, but when they occur, we should embrace those humiliating experiences as an opportunity to grow in the virtue of humility and so improve our our prayer. You mean not not beat ourselves up if we're messing up all the time like I do and I call myself names? Sure, or when when other people correct us or chastise us or um, point out some flaw in uh, in our actions or in who we are, um, we should welcome that as an opportunity to grow in humility. And and as we do, we will find that our prayer is getting better. Mm-hmm. So humility is acknowledging and recognizing that God is who he is, all-powerful, all-loving, all-merciful, the creator of all things, and that we're not God, and that we are to be in a submissive uh, position, if you will, when we uh, talk to God in prayer. Yeah, it's a recognition that we're not the master of the universe, that we don't always call the shots, um, and that we are here as servants. 
uh, to serve others. That we, you know, that God has sent us on a mission. That we're on a mi- we've been sent on a mission, and um, we are to fulfill the mission that God has sent us on. These are all aspects of humility. Mm-hmm. So how how did Jesus pray? Uh, that's so. Jesus, of course, he gives us the perfect model of prayer. As, and uh, he is the perfect man of humility, of course. He who, um, out of humility, though he was God, he lowered himself and became man. Uh, and um, though even as man he had the right to all kinds of power and glory, he chose to, be a, to come as a servant to undergo the humility, the humiliation of the cross to lower himself, death on the cross. And, the, and the, so um, he, of course, prays to his father lovingly. He, he takes time away in private. He prays together with his apostles. He, he asks the Lord, for he asks his father for what he needs. Um, he praises his father. He glorifies his father. He, everything he does and thinks he does or think to glorify his Father, and those are all prayers. You know, prayer um, can take many different forms. It can be rote prayer. It can be mental prayer. It can be contemplation. It can be reflection. It can be meditation. Um, so it, it can involve bodily posture and action, or it can be sitting still. Um, it can be liturgical prayer. There's all different forms of prayer. But what they all have in common is that they um, are they treat their heavenly Father with great awe and respect um, and deference and and love and enter into conversation with him so uh, question four seventy five the answer says that jesus 's life was one single prayer, and that 's what i 've tried to do with my own life is throughout the day being constant conversation with God and not only talking to him but realizing that he's with me that he loves me and that he has a plan for my life and by talking throughout the day I say I'm trying to get in the habit of saying little prayers like Lord please help me Lord have mercy Uh, just little prayers acknowledging that God and, and again Usually I'm asking for something, but I, I've also tried to have this conversation where I talk to God. But as I'm getting older, I'm actually learning how to be quiet and then listen to what God has to say to me. That I mean, and that's excellent. You know, throughout the day, um, from time to time, talking to Jesus, who is risen and alive and with us. Um, he is our risen Lord and Savior. And um, to just say the name of Jesus... Or the name of Mary. These are very powerful prayers, just saying their names. Very powerful sources of grace, especially in time of temptation. Um, And uh, in times of temptation, we should uh, ask the Lord's help and we should pray. Um, And even even if we've succumbed to temptation and committed sin, the first thing we should do is pray. You know, it's an interesting thing. When you read... Uh, the Bible, and you read the Genesis account of sin, the fall of Adam and Eve, the problem of Adam 
was not only that he sinned, but how he reacted to that sin, what he did after he sinned. It's kind of natural for us that when we sin, to hide away from God, to hide ourselves from God, to run away from God. But just the opposite is true. When we've sinned, the first thing we should do is pray, is we should ask the Lord's forgiveness, ask his help. Um, uh, So the first thing we do um, any time of our lives, whether in times of temptation or having just sinned, or when we wake up in the morning or in the evening or throughout the day, prayer is always appropriate and necessary and important. Um, because, as you say, you know, it's something we do throughout the day. At the same time, the Lord calls us to pray, you know, in private, to, to, to find quiet time away from everything. Also to find time, quiet time to prayer for prayer and meditation. I've, I've heard from many different sources that the only way we can hear what God has to say is to silence our minds and to be in a quiet atmosphere. And uh, at Sacred Heart of Jesus uh, Parish in Wadsworth, we're blessed to have 24-hour Eucharistic adoration. And I love going there. I go there every morning uh, practically uh, to say the rosary. And when we aren't praying the rosary, people are doing their holy hours, and it's always, especially like in the middle of the night, it's so quiet. Yeah, Eucharistic adoration, the holy rosary, the, you know, the mercy chaplet, especially during this year of mercy. Um, uh, these are, are very powerful sources of prayer. because, um, And then when we pray, we're praying to Jesus. Jesus is with us. We're praying to the Father. And we're praying with Mary and with the saints. So, you know, when we pray, we uh, should always in- include in our notion the fact that we are praying with the whole body of the church. Um, and, th- and that's important. But the most important prayer, the highest prayer, the most powerful prayer is the Mass, the mm-hmm. Holy Mass. That's where we enter into Christ's high priestly prayer uh, during his passion of the cross. And it's, it's, so it's the Holy Mass, the highest form of prayer, where we enter into Jesus' passion and death and his resurrection um, that we... Uh, we really are able to imitate Christ in his prayer, to um, speak personally with the Father, and to unite all the sufferings. You know, we talked about humility as the foundation of prayer. Whatever we suffer um, in striving to live authentically the Christian life, those, those are opportunities to grow in humility. Those are opportunities we can offer them up. Those are opportunities to pray. And to offer up our sufferings not only for our sins, but the sins of the whole world, as the Divine, divine Mercy Chaplet says. Uh, so it's a, yeah, I mean, adoration, which is the continuation of Mass, really. It's adoring the Blessed Sacrament. If I had to pick one reason why I love being a Catholic, it would be the ability to go to Mass every day, to hear the preached Word of God, to offer up my sufferings with Christ once and for all suffering to our Heavenly Father and to ultimately partake of the body and blood of Jesus and the Holy Eucharist to be able to do that every day no other 
denomination, no other religion, no other church does that except the Catholic Church. And so that's the one thing I love being about a Catholic. And my dad taught me that. Uh, he sent me to Catholic grade school, sent me to Catholic high school. You might have heard of it, Archbishop Hoban High School, the state champions in football this year. So, again, the nuns and the brothers taught me a love for the Mass and what it means, like what you just said, what it means, what it really is. And, and it's, and it's a, uh, the ability for us to unite our sufferings with Christ's sufferings and offer that up to our Heavenly Father as the perfect sacrifice. Yeah, so, uh, you know, this is an opportunity that we Catholics have to go to Mass. And, uh, and really, at Mass, that's where we raise our minds. That's where we um, uh, raise our minds and hearts to God and where we effectively request good things from God and receive His grace and where we renew our covenant with Him and where we unite with uh, Jesus in a special way, in the most special way possible. Uh, so the, a very powerful source of prayer. Awesome. We've been listening to Father Greg Maturi. Father, can we have your blessing before sure. we go? Sure. Heavenly Father, we ask you to send your Holy Spirit upon us, your Holy Spirit who teaches us how to pray, who helps us to pray when we even don't know how to pray. Give us your Holy Spirit. Move us so that we may grow in greater knowledge and love of you and give our lives to you. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Father Greg Maturing. This has been Tim Perry for uh, Faith with Father. Until next time, may God bless you. Bye for now. This has been Faith with Father, a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. For an audio archive of this program, log on to livingbreadradio.com and click on Faith with Father. If you have a question or comment about today's program, email us at askfather at livingbreadradio.com. And join us again next time for another edition of Faith with Father.